For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix and Savage coming to you live from Manfield. Unbelievable. It's absolutely ridiculous that this could happen to us again. Us? Nothing's happening to us. I'm reading this this news article right now how Lady Gaga's music sales went up a thousand percent after the Super Bowl halftime. Like one thousand? Like Like one one thousand percent. Yes. Like the lady. So the most ridiculous thing I thought about her performance was the interview of her beforehand where she was in completely normal clothes. Like, I didn't even realize it was her. Because I was like, holy cow, that's just a regular person. But it made me it made me think about it. Like, how are we going to get people to, like, how are we going to get more people to download our podcast? Well, we can increase by a thousand percent if we do the halftime show next year. You know, I think that's a, there's a good chance that we could do that, actually. Let's brainstorm some ideas. What would we do for Super Bowl, whatever number it is? I don't care enough to look it up. It's 53. 52. 50, 50, 52. Uh, yeah. It's going to be Super Bowl whatever. Lee. This year was just Super Bowl Lee. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, let's the see. 50. So what would we do as this, the halftime entertainment? I feel like we would have to jump off of the ceiling. And then there'd be like a ball in the air and we'd kick it. Yeah. And I feel like that'd just be it. Then we'd I like think... climb back up a ladder. It'd be a long show. Because <laughs> we're going to have to climb up the ladder a lot. We don't have any boost. Like, what the heck is that? I might do like cartoon impressions. Ooh, I would definitely do several editions of Savage Splains just teaching people how to play football. That would be good. With just the worst, worst rules. Savage Splains, the NFL. I like it. I like it. So, um, I, I mean, we're pretty well covered. We've got Knox's cartoon impressions, Savage Splains. We're going to climb a ladder and and jump. Uh, I mean, we're missing that, like, that wow factor, though, I think, you know. Brittany yeah, did it you know, with, like, with the, with the, the you know, well, that wasn't Brittany. That was Janet. Janet did it, not Brittany. Oh. <laughs> Janet did it with the boob. <laughs> that was Shit. the boob. <laughs> Well, it was only one, right? <laughs> it was only one. You're right. It's it's uh, it's not R. It's not PG thirteen. It's something in between. <laughs> it's only PG one. That doesn't make sense. Get it? Because if you're one years old, you've seen a this breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> Your train of thought. Uh, uh, and then you know, uh, whoever did it last year, you know, had the left shark. Uh, you know, that oh, was the yeah, wow the factor. Left shark. That, so we gotta. He was. Um, he was good. Maybe we can bring him back. He can be the left ball. Gaga had the flashlights and the jumping off and like catching that interception pass that she did. See those drones? That was super dope. Yeah, she had drones that spelled out stuff. That's crazy. So she had the wow factor. I feel like we need the wow factor. I feel um, like we are the wow factor. I do. A, I do a mean worm, but I don't know if that's enough. Ooh. Um. If you did a worm. While jumping off the ceiling. <laughs> like, if we had a platform for you to do the worm on that just dropped from the ceiling. All right. Ooh. So it's like falling at like 500 meters a second. Okay. 
Actually, maybe probably, I'm like maybe you can't see it, but I'm on like right. a bungee line, and you've got like a, a novelty size like fishing pole, and it's like I'm the bait. Ooh, and I I just really in, really in, yeah. real good. Get it <laughs> real. That'd be cool. Uh, why don't we reel things into our podcast, which is live from Manfield, a Rocket League podcast where we jump on Rocket League news, boost you straight to Rocketeer, all the while scoring our amazing voices into your ear goals. I am the one, the only, the spirit child, Knox Phoenix. I am the man with the most creative name in the entire game of Rocket League. They call me Savage. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Those are the Jersey accent. Savage. <laughs> Savage like, for those from the Midwest or <laughs> oh, Southside. Man. Uh and it's it's weird because like I'm so used to the the meta of Rocket League announcements being hyped up for like days. Do you remember like in the initial days of like our podcast and stuff, we would know something was coming. We would talk on the podcast about how we were excited for an upcoming announcement. Now they just throwsly throw like throwsly. That's a mix between they just casually throw. Just throw everything out there. All the throwsly. <laughs> it's a new time. word. Throwsly. They just yeah. They just throw-sly. casually throw tweets out there now. Like yeah, what's up? Uh, our LCS season three coming up. Oh yeah, I mean I guess that's okay. Whatever. Is anybody now, even excited for that anymore? Uh, I mean yeah, I'm. I'm hypey dipey. That's a weird way to say it. <laughs> I'm weird mood tonight. Had some caffeine. That's a first. Uh, now, what I did notice is that there are three uh, images that start off the announcement hype video for RLCS season three, and uh, you know, one of them is a close up of the season one trophy. Another one is a panning shot of the entire venue for you know season one land. And then the third one for just a nice flash of a frame and a half is who, Savage? I believe it's me. It's me and you. <laughs> like no, in the I first think it's five me. seconds. In the yeah, that starts video. out and it's like, hey, you want to know what'll make people really hype? Let's just show them Knox Phoenix and Savage. Yeah, it's me holding up the sign at land that says Pluto take my energy. Oh. And it's me kind of covered by the sign. <laughs> what's, next to him. what's really funny is that like. Uh, when I first watched it, I was like half paying attention and, uh, was just like, you know, checking it out. Like, Ooh, I'm getting kind of excited. And I looked away like, dude, like, yeah, I said to one of my friends, like check what's coming out. And then like, I like, wait, was, did I just, and then I like went back and watched it again and I missed it the second time. It's so fast. And I was just like, Oh, I guess, wait, no, hang on a second. And then I went back and like clicked pause, play, pause, play as fast as I could on YouTube. And then I was like, wait, it's me right there. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> So I don't even care about season three. I just care more about being in the announcement video. So I've made it now as as a Rocket League personality because I'm in that hype video. Not many people can say that they are featured front and center as one of the main main you know advertisements for Rocket League season three RLCS. We can. We are the main event. Like <laughs> that's what they're doing to hype people up is us. I can't I can't stress enough how amazing it is that that this is a reality where some high level well-paid video editor that works for Psionics was like like working on like <laughs> working on this hype video for at least a week, maybe two weeks, getting all the footage that he could together and like putting it all in a folder and like, hmm, what do we use? What do we need to hype up this video? And like, oh, these guys right here definitely making it in the video. <laughs> 
That was an actual was decision that was made. Didn't you say Art was like, hey, good job with the podcast lately? And then, like, I bet he was the one that was like, hey, we need to get Art these did two it. Art in did the it. promo video. He was probably like, he didn't make the promo video. That's not what he does. But I would guarantee that he was like, yo, promo video guy. You know who we should have in this video? Like, screw Flipside and I buy Power or something. Those are weird names. But Knox Phoenix and a guy named Savage? Yeah. <laughs> That's what gets people hyped. Uh, and then um, I, of course, like knew it was coming because they drew it out so long at the end. As soon as I saw the like global map and they started flashing regions, I was like, well, they're introducing, you know, at least Oceania, maybe South America. Um, but they they only announced one new region, didn't they? Yeah, only Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> so Oceanic now a region eligible to compete in the RLCS. Uh, but if you look at the calendar for all of the major events for the uh, and the timeline for the RLCS, there is nothing for Oceanic like Rocket League play. Yeah, all it says for Oceana is like, hey Oceana, we're gonna involve you this time, but we don't know what we're gonna do for you yet. So they're just, just like, gonna bring in the top power ranked team. No one's gonna like. They're not even gonna have any open qualifiers or anything. They're just gonna go like, uh, you guys, come on. You think? I, I think I'm gonna play in the oceanic um, qualifiers. I might move. Yeah, I might move to New Zealand just to hang out with Pete the Possum and like, and then uh, start out like you know, just play well, some if good. I move there, it's the future. You know, because like right now it's yeah eleven on a. Tuesday, but there it's like eight on a Wednesday. He's already can, listened to the podcast at this point. You can time travel. Is that how it works? Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Also it's, included with the announcement is that the prize pool will be reaching three hundred thousand dollars this year. Three Savage. zero 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 zero. I don't know how many zeros I just. I'll be honest. I was expecting. At least a mil. I think that Cyanix is should not be getting as much crap as they are for this. I'm not trying to give the them crap. Is okay, but, not specifically you, but there's a lot of people who are very upset with this, and it's. I think it's over the line and it's dumb. Because well, the reason we're upset is because Cyanix has. Um, I forget when, and I and if someone can find it, that'd be great. Uh, a couple months ago, Cyanix published um, like an official announcement about how many like key sales and stuff they had, which was supposed to go to funding the, the RLCS prize pools. And it wasn't just that it was over a million. It was that like, it was over like 20 million or something like that. It was like, it, it was a huge, large number that could fund the next 20 RLCSs uh, at a million dollar prize pool each. And it was like, why, why have we not hit a million alone? Even though we've included two new major sponsorships with the RLCS this year, or like this season, why are we still at a sub $1 million prize pool? Like if we want, like I understand that there's a lot that the Rocket League community can do to grow it as an esport, but at the same time, organizations aren't going to like start backing something that's not like going to have these huge prize pools. And I'm a little upset that the reintroduction for season three and a new, you know, new me, new year, 2017 RLCS doesn't have a million dollar prize pool. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it could go both ways. I feel like, I have never seen any of the those figures, so they definitely weren't made like readily available for everyone. But um, well, I mean, I've spent a million on key sales alone. I mean, I think that's about fair. I spent 
at least like 15 bucks. Um, um personally so I, upsetting thing about the RLCS season three for me is I was looking at the dates and I was like, wait a second, that, uh, that week two qualifier date seems familiar. And I checked my calendar and oh, that's right. I'm going to be at PAX East in the middle of week two qualifier. Now I fully expect to make week two qualifier with my, with my, my team. Cause you know, we've been doing good. Uh, so I have to bring my PC to PAX now. <laughs> It's not even a joke. Like, Hopefully you don't get it lost or don't lose it or something. Well, I'm not staying in a hotel for PAX. I'm staying in an Airbnb, so um, I'm pretty sure I'm guaranteed high-speed internet at least and a nice, comfortable place to play. So at least I've got that, like, going for me. But, like, it's just, ah, man. Like, I'm not going to have my same chair, my same desk. I have a little, like, bass speaker for my sound system that's, like, under my desk that I rest my feet on when I play. Like, I don't know if I can change any of these these details for... Yeah, because we've talked about that before on how big of a deal like just familiar territory is yeah we have and like to the point where i would bring a wooden block on stage that's the size of my speaker to the rlcs LAN if i ever made it so that i would (laughs) (laughs) like everyone else would you know how like they go out and they plug in their controllers and everything (laughs) i would like i'd be the guy that's rolling out with this speaker (laughs) everyone like like it sees our my team walking onto the stage sees me rolling out my own rolly desk chair with like rips in the arm like the armrests and stuff and on the chair sits my controller and my block of wood that i bring the rest of my feet on (laughs) (laughs) like nah, guys i don't want this dx racer chair nah nah i just want this you know office supply store office chair that i have (laughs) (laughs) i got my chair from staples me too. It was, it was on like sale. fifty bucks. I spent ah. fifty bucks for a nice chair. I'm not spending seven million dollars on a DX Racers. I'm pretty sure that's the going price these days. Uh, but like, so fortunately, I'm not flying up to Boston this year, so I'll be driving, and we're taking my friend's Tesla. And Tesla's really? have a, since they Teslas don't have like an engine, they have like a front trunk. So I'm just going to use the front trunk. It's called a frunk. I'm going to use the frunk for my PC. Which Tesla does he have? He's the Model S. 2017 okay. self-driving so we don't even have to worry about worry about getting there dang yeah boy he let me borrow it for a weekend it was really cool wow that's yeah cool. i got i was up at i was at some mall and there was a tesla store and like i went in and the guy was like giving us tours of all the cars the model x like the suv thing mm-hmm. was that's like a newer one i don't know maybe the one they had they had like the 2016 for the model s and they had the 2017 for the Model X. But, like, you could change the back seats, like, from this giant touchpad. I'm in love with the dash for that car. Dude, yeah. It has, like, a 19-inch monitor in my friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's like they took one of my monitors, flipped it vertical, and just stuck it in a car and yeah, made it's it touch pretty crazy. So, that's just, that's life, man. Uh, also recently uh, released is that, and I was just thinking about this the other day before they announced it, too. So, like, I felt like... I might have some universe altering power with my with my mind. Uh, toys for Rocket League. That's little, really cool. So you toys. know, like all those people that have been trying to like three D print everything, and then Psyonix is like, "Hey, get these because they drive." Yeah, they have your the little, little pullback little action. You just pull them back, and then you let them go, and then they just go. Your little octane doesn't do anything. It's true. It does not. They released a gif on the, the uh, like the news article thing. That's a better dribble than I've had this year. 
Yeah, that gif. <laughs> like, I want to know how many tries it took them to get that dribble because, like, I was the, shocked at how well that ball stayed. <laughs> no, the ball stayed right in front of the car, and they like it was from like two feet away too when they released the car. I was now all right. Really impressed. We've both met Art. Are you going to tell me that that's not Art's hand pulling back the... Uh, I know that we think, like, everything that happens from Psionics is Art. <laughs> we, think that, we think that Psionics is Art. But are you going to tell me that that's not Art's hand in that GIF? Oh, I need to look at it again. Here, um, I got I got a link for you right here, my boy. Coming at you hot. Because if you know, Art's Art's a pretty man. So tell me that's not his he's hand. Got, oh... Oh, it could be. Yeah, it could be. Jeez, that's from so far away. I know! <laughs> like, that's redonkuloso. Those carpet squares are like a foot and a half, and so like it definitely goes a foot before it even gets the ball. That guy's got good aim, man. <laughs> he probably missed so many times. Oh, yeah, this was like 12. Like, you can see that there are like other cars like there. Oh, no, there's only yeah, one octane. The octane is... <laughs> Just chilling. The octane's saying nice shot. <laughs> Uh, so it goes without saying that we're going to be buying some of these. We're going to be giving some of these away on the show, uh, so that you guys can get some because they look super cool. I'm going to buy a collection just for myself and I'm not even going to, I'm just going to play with them all day. I'm going to quit everything else. Yeah. I think I'm quitting competitive rocket league. Well, semi, well, I I think I'm quitting playing rocket league in general. Yeah. I'm not even going to play rocket league. I'm just going to play with these cars. Um, yeah. I like that idea. That sounds like a great time. Uh, now, it's come to the point where we have an announcement that we should make. Yeah, I, I hate this part. Um, and so, like, I mean, first off, I think we, we first should start with, like, a, uh, a huge thank you to everyone. Like, you know, we've this community has grown, I mean, just in the past couple months alone, you know. The over, amount of support is absolutely ridiculous and crazy. it's meant so much to us. And but. so, uh, we, I mean, we came to this decision. It definitely wasn't an easy decision, was it, Savage? I mean, there was, there was a lot of things we had to take into consideration for this. Like, it's, it's a lot of time. Yeah, we're it's definitely, it's definitely gonna be, mo- We're both yeah. trying to do things with our lives, but we also want to be able to... Gosh, I hate this. But... But after, you know, talking it over and, and you know, um, and especially after seeing so much support come in, like, lately, we, we realized that we had to come to the conclusion that we are officially going to do the Manfield Cut, ladies and gentlemen. Are you Ooh. ready? Ooh, that was sad. <laughs> I was doing my best. <laughs> I hope we get a couple people with that. I was, I was, I was... I started to feel that. I was like, man, this is it. I felt it. I felt this it, too. Is, this is so sad. I felt so but hyped yeah. for the Manfield cut the entire time. That's all I was thinking about. Definitely <laughs> nothing else. Um, so I know that you're probably uh, wondering, like, how's it going to work? What's going to happen? So we're yeah, going to give you some details now. going to happen? We'll give you some details now, and then we'll come back with you with updates and stuff through the process. But here's what we're going to do for how this is going to work. We are going to do a lottery, all right? For uh, getting players into the Manfield Cut. First off, we should describe what the Manfield Cut is, Savage, right? Like, this was yeah, an idea I, that you and I had <laughs> months and months ago. When did when did we first mention this? Um, uh, I think one of our episode titles has actually, like, named it or something. Hang on, I'll look into that. Well, I'm you, going in. Well, I'm doing that. You, you uh, right, explain what the Manfield the, Cut is. This so idea that we Manfield had and how cut, we got there. We talked 
Uh, I don't remember. We were, we were talking about some kind of like something about different tournaments and like what a cool type of like tournament format would be. And we were just kind of brainstorming on one of our episodes. And we thought of this idea of having, let's see, we're doing four coaches. So there are these four like pro well, what players. What made us think about it? Because we were, we were talking about like reality shows or like those like reality competition shows, right? Like, like American Idol and stuff like that. Oh, so like these coaches get to watch. Like it's like The Voice, but yeah. with Rocket League. So you're competing. You're playing in this match. Oh, yeah, because we're not doing, you can't see any name tags. That was what the goal was for the coaches, right? Yeah. So it's a hundred. It's like the voice, and all they can do, they have to choose players to be on their team, and all they get to go off of is they get a couple, watch a couple of games, and they have to pick the players just based off of their play style, and it'll be like a draft style, and then they get to work with those players, and then they'll practice for a little bit. You'll get some coaching experience from actual pros, and then you'll get to actually play in a little small tournament style. So, like, these coaches have handpicked these players out of whatever pool of players we give them. Yeah, and thus the Manfield Cut was born. So it's a voice-like competition where pros draft from an anonymous, like, like, unknown player group. They build their ideal team after watching only what people play, like, how that people play. And then uh, they go and they try to coach that team, get them ready to compete, and then each pro's team goes up against each other. And what we're doing is we're doing four teams, so there'll be four pro coaches, and there'll be a $200 prize pool. And so uh, the winning team will get to break that up. And this is coming in April, so get hype. Um, so there will be a lot more details released closer on. It, it we should worth like it's worth mentioning that this is something that we wanted to do when we hit a certain milestone on uh, our Patreon page that we wouldn't be able to do anything like this without um, you know the, the support that we get on Patreon and so we did like, I did send you a little message this week right because I was like okay our patrons are blowing up the support is ridiculous and it's awesome and I love it um, we should like really do something to reward them once we hit like. If we either hit 20 patients before this episode, or if we we announce it and then say it'll happen once we hit 20 patients, and by the time I could send that, we'd already hit 20 patients. Yeah, 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 like for real. And so, um, so the way that people are going to get into the tournament is anyone can sign up for a a, uh, a lottery a lottery drawing that will get you into the tournament. Um, but if you are a Patreon supporter of the show, you get an additional lottery entry into the lottery to uh, to get drawn as a player and a is it- comp- competitor. For the uh, the the uh, game, Are we doing so because we can only have twelve players, we can't do open registration. We can't do first come first serve. Uh, we want like an actual way for a lot of people to like you know have a chance to get involved. So we're doing a lottery, which is why that makes sense. So you know if hundred people sign up, we pick at random twelve players. But uh, if you if you are a patron of the show, then you get you know an additional entry into that lottery. Yeah, just a. Uh... Thank you guys, because you guys are the reason that we can do this. Exactly, um, exactly. And there'll be so much more details coming up, and we'll have something written up. It'll be awesome to look. And at. you and I are going to cast this bad boy, aren't we? I mean, I am the number one caster in the world. If you were unaware. Yeah, I saw that plaque that you bought for yourself. Dang. And that brings us to <laughs> the weekly whips.
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reaction. I just the weekly whiffs get me so excited because I just <laughs> I just want to know Knox what what happened for you this week. Oh man, it was a good week, dude. Uh, so I've officially signed up with a team, um, and I, a great group of guys that I'm excited to be playing with and and commit to. Uh, best of all, they're all just positive like people. Um, you know, like a big thing for me is. I either want to be on a team where my chances of making it to the highest level of play uh, are high enough that I don't care about how toxic my teammates are, or I want to be on a team where I'm having fun. And this is honestly the best of both worlds. I have I have a team that I get to play with where, um, you know, a couple of other top 100 players are on the roster. Um, but at the same time, like all we're doing is cracking up and having fun the entire time we're playing. Uh, so I'm excited to do that. Not going to announce the roster yet because um, we have some more stuff to announce about that team coming out on Friday. So just uh, check out my Friday stream for that fun stuff. But uh, you say hype? I'm excited. It is I'm exciting. excited. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, and then, um, yeah. Oh, did I did I ever talk about how like I had like got my gameplay wrecked by a good friend of mine. I doubt it. Is that well, CS3? Yeah. You didn't talk about it on here, so I'm sure a lot of people want to know. All right. Well, yeah. Well, like, check this out. Like, cool guy, CS3. Um, So I was, like, talking to him, you know, feeling out to see if he wanted to be on the roster with uh, with the team that I'm, you know, on right now. And, uh, and he's like... He's like, no, nah, I kind of got this like thing going on. He's like, but hey, like, would you mind hopping into like Discord real fast? And I was like, sure. Uh, and this was like a week and a half ago, so it's not really the weekly whiffs, but this has been something that's kind of like been been working for a week through the past week. And he comes in, he's like, hey man, he's like, I don't feel like there's a lot of players that I'd be able to do this with. He's like, but I wanted to talk to you um, about like the difference in like me as a player and you as a player. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I've been watching your stream and stuff for a while. And he's like, and I think that, like, you're not very good at the game. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like, he just, like, said it like that. And, he, and then he's like, but I think you, like, really can be. And I think it just comes down to, like, two types of, like, things and with your, like, decision making. He's like, I, like, I watch it. And he's like, you've got, like, all the mechanical skill. He's like, and you've got, like, you know, a general, like, a, you know so much about the game and rotations. Like, you are, like, one of the smartest players when it comes to, like, rotations and stuff like that. He's like, but you're, when it comes down to, like, decision-making on, like, when to challenge the ball, where to, like, go and put your car in the, like, you know, in position-wise and stuff like that. He's like, there's certain stuff when I see other players, like, I, I see that they know what they're doing. And there are times when, like, I'm watching your stream and I realize that you're just, your decision-making is, like, lacking. And then he, like, went on to, like, tell me how he, like, focused on improving throughout the game and what his methods were and how it worked so well for him. And then he was like, I think if you took that approach, it would be much different. And, like, uh, first off, what it did, I'll tell you what it did. It freaking wrecked me. Uh, not, like, in the sense of, like, whoa, heavy. But, like, I went and tried to play after that and I could not play. Because all I did was, like look at every decision and hesitate because like, wait, is this a good decision? And I could not like play at all. And then finally, once I got past that and just started saying like, no, you know what? I'm going to, um, I like watched the replays of the RLCS and started like focusing on the positioning of the pros, started watching streams like Rizzo streams and the YouTube videos he's been putting out lately about the six man, like wager matches. Uh, and I've just been like watching like 
uh, and like holding the controller in my hand unplugged while I'm watching those full screen and just like acting like I'm playing. And every time I make a major like different decision than like whatever the pro is doing, I pause it. I go back and I see why I made my decision and then why they made their decision. Like, what do they see that I don't see? And dude, it's doing wonders. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. So shout out to, you know, everyone should have a Rocket League mentor who can say something like that about their gameplay. Someone that you would trust, but can also like has your best interest in mind. Not to come in and say, dude, you suck. Now he came in and he told me I sucked, but he was like, but I know you can be a lot better and you just need to do this. For me, that person is myself. But I, <laughs> I don't know that I can be better. I just know that I suck. No, dude, you're good. <laughs> you can be better. I know it. How was your week in Rocket League, man? I had a fun week this week. I got to do several things that were not very normal. Not um, very normal. For me in my week. Like, week in and week out, they were very different. Okay. Um. So... I got to stream twice this week. I saw that. Which was ridiculous. You streamed more than I did this week. I know, which means that everyone who follows Knox should unfollow him and follow me, uh, which is just my honest opinion, but whatever. That probably won't happen. I don't know if I'll ever stream again, but hopefully I will. <laughs> what What led to you being um, able to be stream? Let's see. One day I was just kind of like hanging around and I was like, huh, I've like caught up with everything and I don't have anything going on tonight. It was like, it would be really fun to just hang out, play some Rocket League. And I didn't really have anyone on. So I turned on my stream. Nice. And it was just like, I was hanging out and there were a couple people that showed up and I don't know. It was a good time. And I did it again the next day, which was crazy. Which was like, wow, two days in a row after six days of absence. That's something. Um, and it was fun. It was just hanging out. I got to play. I played a couple of the people that were listening. A couple of the guys that hang out a lot in the Discord. Um, they wanted to 2v1 me. And we just won't talk about what happened. I don't want to embarrass them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good time. Um, also, this week, I kind of moved away from the mindset of, hey, I'm getting on, I'm going to Q2s until I'm unhappy, and then I'm going to stop playing. Yeah, okay. I was like, so all my other ranks are just like poo right now. Mm-hmm. Like I was start of the week, I was rising star and th- threes and solo threes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I decided that I didn't really want that to be the case anymore because I was like, wow, someone looks at this and they're like, hey, wow, this guy's just paid someone to boost up his twos and then chills. Um, but. Yeah, I played it up. I played a lot of threes, solo threes, and ones this week. Just avoiding the whole twos thing. And a couple of my solo threes matches, I moved that up. I'm an all-star now, so I'm grinding it. Nice. I hit superstar in regular threes, which was cool. So I'm like, wow, I'm not actually a rising star. I can't believe it's easier to queue in regular threes than still standard. I don't understand it, dude. What do you mean? The fact that I'm like... It takes less time to queue? No, well, not just or, that. I'm champion division two in solo standard, and I'm like grand champ in standard, and uh, it's like, and I think I've even played fifty more games of solo standard. Wow, yeah, it's I just harder to, so to do it. Mm-hmm. I spent fifteen minutes queuing yesterday for solo standard. Ended up in a match with 
all super champs. And the coolest thing about that, we won like pretty heavily. It was pretty dope. Um, but the coolest thing about that was this dude named Woodsy kept commenting on my name, and I realized it was the same guy that I had played with on a team like a year ago at this point. Wow, nostalgia. And then like eight months ago, he just kind of disappeared off the face of the planet. But like this guy is probably the only reason I know anything about rotating at this point. Wow. He was he was I posted on that like Rocket League coaching subreddit that used to be like a pretty big thing. And I he was like the person that we were on a team at the time and I was like, man, I'm holding this dude back. So I posted there and then he was the one that responded to it and was like, hey, I'm going to help you. And then we played and we just we played some twos and won like six games in a row. And then he hopped off and it was just awesome. It was super fun. If you look on the stream, I played with him. It was just like, wow, me and this guy really work well together. It's just like we definitely understand what each other are doing. Maybe it's because I've been working on what he told me for the past year. And I finally caught up. But it was it was cool. I also played against Umerics today in Solo Standard. Whooped his butt every time. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good time. It was a, good, it was a good week. That's good. <gasps> a ten. Hi. That's a Venya. Oh. It's, that's you me. know, that sound. It's, of course, time for our salutable suggestion. This suggestion coming from... Reddit from user L Chapo Jr. and he suggests implement a rank a no not a rank system we yeah why don't we get a rank system in Rocket League what do you think about that Savage no implement I, a system to determine player toxicity rating and he goes on mean? to explain a system to where uh, in the middle of like a match like uh, in addition to like a report system and stuff like that if you think someone is like toxic or you know super sarcastic with their quick chat and stuff. You can just go ahead and throw them a little uh, down vote. Don't like you. All right? All right? Uh, On the flip side, if, you know, someone is, you know, you know, no problems on your mistakes, uh, nice shots on your your shots, that kind of stuff, tells a a good joke, encourages you in the middle of the match, you can give them an upvote, okay? And that each player would have a, you know, like a rating instead of skill, though. It's about their, uh, you know, toxicity level. They good people, they bad people. But what about and, the people that just get upset that their teammates are bad and then they downvote them? Um well they it, know it'll affect what happens to them. Yeah, well Because I would do that every time I saw you in a game. Oh rip. <laughs> That's okay. You'll have to get to my rank first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Oh, shots fired. No, um, so I don't think that would ever like be a good counter because like one person getting frustrated with you and like giving you a bunch of down votes would never like counter uh an entire like you know 50 games so like yeah you get one down vote for the last 20 games that you've played when you know you were a decent person so um you know overwatch has something like this where you can i think it's in overwatch where you can you know thumb up like uh people that you think were um were good teammates um battle right has something like this too where you can say that people were good and, uh, you know, noble people, um, league has a system like this, like an honor system, I think is what it's called in league where you can give people honor points and stuff like that. 
Uh, so other games have implemented similar things, but uh, to the point where some games actually queue people together that are more positive in the community, and people that are more toxic, they queue them together. So it actually can uh, be partial uh, matchmaking, where it... <laughs> yeah. So make the toxic people be more toxic with each other. Yeah, but at least we don't have to deal with them if you're... Uh, if yeah. you're... Uh, That's fine. I, I like this system... Um, not just because the objective, um, you know, aspects of it, but also the subjective aspects of like, there are times when, you know, I get a little salty with teammates and frustrated with teammates. Uh, and I think that this would be some good motivation to be a better person for myself. Okay. I think like, I've already thought about if this were implemented, I would go out of my way to probably try to get like, you know, upvotes and stuff like that rather than, uh, you know, just either ignoring it or, or stuff like that. Um, I know that the motivation to just encourage my fellow man should be enough, but <laughs> I, <laughs> it's not Whatever. apparently for me. No, it's and, not. and I don't like flame at people. Like I, I flame yeah. at players who flame at me, but okay. I don't think I've ever like recently gone out of my way to, you know, okay. uh, to like message people. Like okay. what I say on stream is different because. Um, and it's funny, like people say that, like, I get like so salty on my stream and I really don't mean to be. Um, but like part of it is like when you, when you stream, like you, you feel this like pressure to make sure that you're like kind of saying like constantly talking to interact with like your stream. So it's not just, you know, footage of you playing a video game. And, uh, so I kind of just what like say what's going on in my mind. And it typically is just negative views on like mistakes that I see teammates making and stuff like that. Um, Something so, kind of funny about that idea of like making sure that you're not just silent and the game being on. Um, for the first like two hours I streamed, I didn't realize that my desktop audio wasn't being picked up. So like I was playing music the whole time, <laughs> but people were commenting on like, man, they're just like a long, a lot of silent times and you should like put something on to change that. <laughs> and I was like, um, that's a bummer. I don't. I'm very impressed they stuck around because if that was a the case, I don't know that I would have watched myself. Yeah. Jeez, that's, that's like a lot of silence and mediocre gameplay. Time to oh, that sound means that we must have some new emails. Let's open up the old inbox. What do you know? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What do you know? We have a couple new, new little uh, little messages. Oh, this one's just one of those forwarding things from our Nigerian prince. I'll delete that one. Uh, But this one right here, this one. That email. Okay. Yeah. Respond to that one. I'll just forward it to you. Okay. Cool. This first one is from the Scrapinator or Scrapinator. Not sure which. I'll say. I'll say Scrapinator. I think it's the scrap, this crapinator. It's the S crapinator. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. (laughs) He says, I got a subject to talk about. First of all, I really like your podcast. Aw. I thought I would, I thought it would be interesting to talk about how you are outside the podcast. For example, the podcast itself is PG, but what do you like in real life and while recording or streaming? Thanks. The S crapinator. So I can kind of start off with this one because I, 90% 90% sure I know where this came from because um, S. Crapinator was one of the people that happened to be watching my stream. Oh, okay. 
And when I get when I'm playing, sometimes I get kind of frustrated, and that's when I turn less BG. I, I, I try to keep a hold on it, but sometimes you know, if my teammate whiffs, whiffs a wide open ball, I gotta I gotta relieve my frustration, and I don't want to say anything to him, so I say something out loud, and it's not the best for me to be saying. You usually say something like, "Ah, oh, poopy buttholes." Yeah, but like, yeah. 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 Which, I mean, I try to, like, just in general, I try to not be doing that as much. Because, like, I don't know, cussing in general is kind of weird. It's, like, a very natural part of society at this point, but it's also, like, all you're doing when you're doing that is to try to, like, emphasize a point, and it kind of, like, takes away from the point when you're just throwing around these words that are... Yeah. Dumb. I don't think he's just interested in like what our level of profanity is <laughs> outside of the pot. I think he really wants to know like like uh, a self description of our personalities outside of the podcast. How would you describe yourself outside of the podcast, Savage? I think outside of the podcast, I'm very similar to what I'm talking about on the podcast, like right here. Yeah, Maybe. I think it, like, at first... When we started the podcast, I think there was an aspect of like me putting on like a personality of, you know, being Knox Phoenix. Um, But I think um, as you and I got more comfortable with each other and just more comfortable in the process, like I think the more of the true Knox came out, uh, I think this is me. I think I may have started out. I definitely started out trying to like fake some things, but I am. Yeah, this is this is all the. Poor Savage that you're going to get. And I think when it comes to, you know, like, (laughs) our language and stuff, I think Savage is the only one that has to hold back. I'm not huge on, like, uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. See, I I try to be where you are, but also, like, where I am at school and, like, with all my friends, it's just the natural thing to do. But also, I think it's worth mentioning um, a nice quote from, not quote, uh, a paraphrase from C.S. Lewis, um, who uh, was talking after the uh, the death, I think, of his father or something like that. Yeah, this is going to kind of morbid real fast. Um, but to paraphrase him, he, he said that, like, the, the tragic thing about losing, like, a loved one is that um, it's not just, a, the, uh, like, a person that you lose, but you lose a piece of yourself. You lose an entire, like, personality because certain people bring out um, like, you know, like certain people, you know, you act a different way when you're around that person versus when you're like with someone else that, you know, and so social psychology, yeah. yeah, social psychology. And so like, um, and so he said the tragic thing about like, you know, the passing of someone that you care about is that, uh, you lose like a part of yourself that like that person could only bring out of you. So in that, in that same kind of sense and that same kind of logic, People only get to hear the Knox Phoenix with Savage. <laughs> yeah, so when we're not together, we're different people. Wow, that's sad. What's gonna happen when you die? Well, I mean, we've we've seen it. I was in Mexico for a week, and and boy, was, gosh, we saw we saw what the real Savage is like then, didn't we? Didn't we? <laughs> yeah, that was a great episode, but. Oh. That was a different savage. Go back and listen to that one. Um, and there was the one where you got a a little concussed, and I had to do an episode with Pluto. So that <laughs> was just awful. And then the one where you had to do something completely by yourself. Wait, what? I did something by myself once. There was like this. Oh, I did like a five little, minute like, thing, just like explaining yeah. something. 
Yeah. I hated that. Just, that was weird. Yeah. Because, like, if you listen to your videos after, like, listening to a podcast, you're going to be confused. It's like, wow, I don't like this Knox Phoenix guy when he's not along with Savage. <laughs> you may like Savage when he's not with Knox, but whatever. In other mail, S-Force says, hey, y'all, one syllable. This is because he, he, he uh, messaged us before, so he says one syllable. So, hey, y'all. What can I do to help this show? I'm a first-time Rocket Tweeter, and I'm broke. Is there anything else I can do? I want to start off by saying we don't expect your money, so don't feel bad if you're, like, broke and can't support no. the show financially. No, that's, like, you, first off, uh, I, I wanted to share this email. Like, you know, we don't share every email that we get, but um, I'm sure but there's more people like S-Force. All of them. Yeah, I'm sure there's more people like S-Force who are in a similar situation where they're like, hey, you know, I would like to get a little more involved with LFM and, and like to help them out and stuff, but, you know, I can't support them financially. What what can I do? So I figured this would be, you know, a good question to talk about on the show. Savage, what what are some ideas of, of stuff that you think that someone like NS Force's position could do for us well, to I help us out? the number one thing that they can do is exactly what S-Force has done here, which is just reach out to us and... Um, definitely the Discord is good because it really helps us when we know that we have a community behind us. Like, the fact that we're getting these emails, the fact that when I check the Discord right now, there's a new message from just some guy hanging out, which is awesome. Um, and just, like, being around and being a part of the community is one of the best parts of the podcast for me. Like, I love the fact that people go out of their way and they think that they love the podcast so much that they go on to Patreon and they pledge those, um, they make those pledges. But the people that send random tweets at me and the people that tag me in a post on Discord are also just as high up there and make me appreciate the podcast just as much. And it's just like reaching out. To, if you have an idea of what we should talk about, then send us an email. If you're on Reddit and you're like, huh, this might be a salutable suggestion send us an email. I just reformatted the website today so that when you put in, when you put in a form submission, it just asks for your tag rather than your full name. Cause I don't really want to know your full name if you don't want me to. Yeah, absolutely. I love any kind of like interaction, like any kind of like stuff to like, uh, help us out. I love, I love our, our rocket tweeters and anyone who's just like a tweeter, uh, like that all helps us out too. Um, especially like people who are trying to help us get guests on the show. Like, you know, yeah, it's one thing if like a self-proclaimed podcast host goes up to, you know, uh, you know, a pro and says like, hi, Devo, would you like to come on the show? I have this podcast. Come on sometime. It's another thing if like three fans of the show say, yo, Devo, you need to get on live from Manfield. And where he's like, wait, three people have told me I need to go on this show. And like, I don't even know what's up with this. Like that makes a much bigger difference to like something like that. But at the same time, Savage, I had an idea. Um, I think that there are some several opportunities that we have within the podcast where we might be able to use volunteers. Well, that's your call. <laughs> that's, oh, it's my call. <laughs> I mean, you state and then I'll, I'll, I'll make the call. It takes you- a lot to make a podcast run. Uh, a lot of like audio editing, uh, just standard like content editing um, and fact checking. 
uh, website maintenance, um, and a lot of just like logistical stuff like that. And if you think you might be interested in any like kind of volunteer stuff with us, oh, the Manfield cut ain't going to run itself and two people aren't going to be able to handle all that. So if you have any experience in like tournament running or anything like that, we would love to have people help out in any kind of capacity with the show. Um, you don't have yeah, to, you know, definitely there. Cause anyone who was around ghost boosters, which is a, I'm just going to take a quick second to mention this, that Ghost Boosters has officially made that turnover and is now Boost Legacy. Boost Legacy. On Twitter somewhere or you're seeing someone retweeting something, connect the dots. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you were around in early days of Ghost Boosters, you know that I'm not the best tournament runner. (laughs) And you probably don't want me running the Manfield Cut. So if you think you can do a better job, which you probably can, then... Reach out to us and we'll talk. For sure. Swaggy the Demon asks, just a quick question. I've loved the show since the beginning. So, hey, I have a quick question for y'all. One syllable, y'all to be clear. It's very clear, people, that y'all is one syllable and that it's just a Southern Ohio, Northern Kentucky thing where people say y'all. But, okay, what is the story behind your names? How about you start? I need to think. Okay. You need to think? You don't know the story behind your own name? (laughs) I'm trying to think because I feel like this has been asked before and I want I don't want to have conflicting stories. Okay, so okay. Like- um, I used to play competitive airsoft. I um, uh, did all kinds of like three-day-long like overnight military simulations and stuff with airsoft guns. Um, like all kinds of like crazy stuff, like not just like casual like airsoft, like you know that you do in a field with some friends and stuff, but like... Uh, actual like clans and stuff like that where you know you'd go out camp out eat MREs like we had like abandoned buildings that would lease us their space for like you know entire weekends and stuff where we would be in an abandoned prison and stuff doing all these like military operations and stuff Uh, and my call sign during that time was Knox Uh, it means night in Latin um, just because I really liked night ops and stuff like that Uh, so everyone called me Knox and uh, it was a nice cool call sign and then um, I really like alchemy. Uh, I was in a band called the Tambor Alchemists, um, and like I, I just always You're been kind of like band? yeah, I was in a band as a drummer called the Tambor Alchemists, um, uh, which was kind of cool. Uh, but I've always just like really liked alchemy, and one of the symbols of alchemy is the phoenix. Um, it's the transformation like figure of like um, the death of one thing and the you know resurrection of a new thing. Uh, like, you know, rising from the ashes and stuff like that. And so um, I knew Knox was not going to be an appropriate, like, gaming name when I started making my name. And so uh, I put, I made it, like, my last name. First name Knox, last name Phoenix. <laughs> and thus Knox Phoenix was born. Huh. So have you ever dabbled in the art of alchemy? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, on Skyrim. Oh, okay. I think that's illegal. Oh, okay. Um, so the savvy, the savage... Um, let's see, my name, I started out, I was Air Holbrook, that was my name before Rocket League, because I played on Xbox, and then I kind of moved over here, and I was like, that's kind of a dumb name, I don't like that, um, so like, let's see, I was, it was right when I got my PC, and then I was just kind of like messing around with some friends, we were just hanging out, and I was making my name a whole bunch of dumb stuff, and it was like, right when I started Rocket League, I made it like, bet. Someone was giving me crap about this saying McBet McBet sauce or McWet sauce. What? Um, it was a thing in my high school, and apparently it was not a thing anywhere else. 
but whatever. <laughs> so, but then I was like, you know, whatever. I'm just going to be savage because I'm way too good at this game. <laughs> I was awful at the game. And it just kind of, just kind of made it happen. And it was, it stuck. I didn't change it ever again. And that was like August. My original July. console name on Xbox Live on the 360 when the 360 first came out, I was like a huge skater in high school. Like, <laughs> uh, and so, you know how like people talked about like how, like what size rims they had on their car? Like, and there's that song that was like, yo, I only row 22s or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I do not think that has ever been a song. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I remember it was a song. It was like about how they roll 22s. Um, but Way back in the 90s. So like skateboard there. wheels are like 52 millimeters. And so my, my Xbox gamer tag was I roll 52s. <laughs> <laughs> but the capital I in front of like roll, since it's all one word, I remember in Call of Duty, everyone calling me troll because they thought my name was troll because it was I-R-O-L-L and they thought it was troll 52s. That's fantastic. <laughs> troll 52s. I wonder if I can change your nickname in your Discord. I don't think um, you can. But while you're looking to do that, I'll just mention that that's going to do it for us this week. I hope you're hype about Season 3 RCS. I hope you're hype about the Manfield Cut, and I hope you're hype about the Rocket League toys. We all are, and we're eagerly awaiting all of them to come. So join the hype with us. I want to thank the people who tweet about the show, uh, our tweeters. Uh, but if there's, of course, people who do this week in, week out, and if you do it so much, you get recognized as a rocket tweeter. And I'm talking about my boys and ladies. But first off, boys, Declan, Sparkling Sparling. Sparkle, Sparkle, Eurobeast Wizard. Blaze, the man we look up to. 24 Carat Golden Shine. Shine bright like a carrot. <laughs> Jesper, ole, 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 ole. Son. Son. <laughs> Pete. The magic, the magic <laughs> This is the weirdest, the weirdest about thing the that we show. do. <laughs> oh, I don't oh. remember any of these, dude. Oh, <laughs> no. We're going to have to start okay. taking notes. We have too Wait, many rocket tweeters. This is, this is, okay, frat bastard. Something we super bro-y, his. like, hold my beer or something. I don't know, dude. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so sorry, you frat bastard. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, catch me with the beer. Oh. At Cap Cap Gamma. <laughs> uh, welcome to the club, Mason RL90. We have to come up with what? one. Um, um, he's a stone mason. He's a stone mason. I don't know. That wasn't good. Um, um, um. <laughs> Why do we um, do this? Why is this a thing? My son, real Nandy. <laughs> My son Mason, I like it. My son Mason. My son Mason. Oh no, I'm. So we had Kooks so Johnny, for Johnny Cooks. Cooks. I'm cuckoo for cuckoo, Johnny Cooks. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Two thirty. Two three um, two three. <laughs> two thirty three. How about this? It's how about? It's gotta be what it is. It's two thirty. What time is it? It's two thirty three. Two three two three. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the club, Hank Yarbo. Eleven. Is it is it Hank or Hanky? It's Hank Yarbo. It's a character from a TV show. Oh no. 
Um, Hank. Wait, it is? I thought that was his name. I thought his name was actually Hank. No. It's a character from a TV show, apparently. So, Hank Yarbo. Um, Hanky Panky. Um, Hanky. Let's play oh, Hank Yarbo. I'd like Panky. to thank Hank. I'd like to thank Hank. <laughs> We're so lame. Also tweeting about the show this week was Beaker RL, Mega Shogun, and the Epic Aerial Podcast, which has still a better Twitter than we have. So thanks so it much for helping. Still does have more followers than us. So let's try to let's try to change that in the next month or so. Uh, yeah. Uh, so thanks so much for tweeting about the show. We don't pay to advertise the show in any way, and so you guys just doing this helps your followers on Twitter, you know, hear about us, and maybe they might check us out and stuff. Yeah. Um. You know what you could do. We just talked about this. But I could do 10 push-ups right now. Do it. You won't. While you do 10 push-ups, I'll talk about... Um, right, I'll do 10 push-ups right now. Okay. You're, so you're, you, have to, you have to finish this segment, though, until, like, like before I'm done with 10 push-ups. Okay. Ready? So, go! Help us get guests. Done. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, help us... You know, tweeting at people, it really influences them and makes them feel like, hey, I should actually come on this podcast. So what you should do is tweet at them and be like, yo, I think Cookster97 should come on up live from Enfield. And we'll be like, I agree with that statement. Oh, my headset fell off my head. <laughs> what? Oh. I've okay. been done for like five minutes. Oh, my goodness. Dude, I'm okay. out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so help us get guests. We love you. We love it, and we want you. This it. show will always remain free, I promise. Um, but it does take a little bit to, um, you know, run the show financially, and also introduce like new ventures that we would like to move into, things like the Manfield Cut and some other ideas that we have floating around in our head, and so. If you'd like to consider supporting the show financially, you can do that on patreon.com slash lfmanfield. I want to thank some super awesome patrons that, uh, you know, that have signed up and, and pledged, uh, you know, on a per episode basis. Of course, we have some some new ones this week to introduce. I'm talking about my boy Spook, who came in at the champion level. I'm talking Spook. about my boy Hong Kong Bad Boy, who came Hong in at Kong the all-star level. And I'm talking about Donda Chaka. That's a cool Dondo name. Chaka, Dondo Chaka, Dondo Chaka. <laughs> Who came in at the challenger the level? Drum. So I want to thank you know I'm just going to thank all of our patrons this week because we haven't had a chance to just shout them all out in a while. So I'm I'm going to say Pie for J, Fecal Frenzy, The Stunt Guy, Johnny Cooks, Spook, Passionate, Lennox, Favorite GB, Young Malcolm R, Ninja Seb Fan, Hong Kong Bad Boy, Geddon Archon, Blaze, Scott Wishart, Goose, Pete the Possum, Dougie, Don Dujaka, and Zydel. And Epic Ariel, Epic Ariel, <laughs> who's somehow cut off at Gosh. the end of the page. <laughs> There's, it's because there are now twenty of you. And There's that's so amazing. many of you guys. You guys are awesome. Like, that's crazy. Um, okay, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, um, this week's quote is brought to you by Frederick Nietzsche. Uh, who's, I mean, this quote is just, I can't believe that he had so much wisdom about Rocket League to speak. Uh, make sure you come back next week, because next week I am handing out Chick-fil-A over the microphone. Yes, yes. We found a way to actually do that over the airwaves. But until then, I'm Knox Phoenix. I am savage. And it's not a lack of teamwork, but a lack of friendship that makes unhappy solo standard.